Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me alongside, as always, is the wonderfully talented and gifted and lovely Michelle Yu. You're so sweet. <laughs> you sound very loud. Oh, do I? Is that good or bad? That's uh, good. It's good now. I fixed it, I think. Um, what the heck is going on? I just got the overnight for what I think is one of the greatest cards Delmar has ever had on Saturday. Did you take a look at this? Is this in three things of note? What are we doing? <laughs> uh, not. No, I actually have not taken a look at it yet. So let me pull one up right here, right? Let's pull see. one up, right? Pull one up. We have a good guest today. Uh, Jordan Egan's going to join us. Uh, she works with She's the not TO. What? I said she's not an owner. I thought she, yeah, yeah, but I, I thought you said that's okay. Oh yeah, we're doing a, a special something, but I'm just warning people. She's not an owner. Okay, she's not an owner, but her husband uh, Jason uh, is the racing secretary at Santa Anita. She is on the board. She's works with the board of directors of the TOC, and they have this big women's summit that Michelle is talking about. I don't know what's happening, Michelle. I'm going to learn a lot today. Yeah, so this is the uh, second year of the Horse Racing Women's Summit. We started it last year. I, I didn't start it. I was just the, I was like the host, right, the MC uh, of people, and all these women got together, and we had all these different panels about uh, networking and communication and racing and women in racing, and uh, you know, just it, it was open to anybody, but it was it's geared towards females. But we did have several men show up, so we're going to be reiterating this whole. Uh, shebang this year again at the end of September, right before the Santa Anita meet starts. And so Jordan's going to join us and talk a little bit about what the event is, how you can go, what it's for, what the panels are going to be. I am moderating a panel, um, but I, I literally don't even know how to do that. So I have to Google. Uh, okay. Well, we're going to find out a lot about it from Jordan Egan when she jumps on just after this. But did you pull up the overnight? I did. I did. I mean, first stake on the card is the is the Delmar Mile. That's the seventh. Let me just read this to you. Ready? Yes. I'm gonna just go for it. Du jour, Sumter, Count Again, Exalted, Balnikov, Visitant, I'm a Gambler, Warrity, Twist, Eredio. Right, that's a pretty dang good race. That's a good race. A good race. Exalted's probably gonna be the favorite, and deservedly so. Uh, hope there's some speed in there. Maybe Sumter. We'll show speed and be able yeah, to release. I mean, look, a couple of horses need the speed in there, right? So we got to find someone. Yeah, we got to find someone. I'm a gambler. Showed a little speed going in the wicker, I believe. So um, it's an interesting race. Right. Then, then you go right. right to the right to the Tory Pines, and you got Justique, Infinite Diamond, Flying Connection, Coffee in Bed, Olivia Twist, Anywho. Ocean Club, Pink Ace, Faza, and Ceiling Crusher. Ceiling Crusher looking to rebound and Faza. Last time I think we saw her was as the favorite in the Black Eyed Susan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Michelle. she worked the other day and looked pretty good. Yeah, she'll be a heavy favorite in there, I imagine. Oh, then, I'm going to try and beat her. Then you go to my favorite race on the card, the Green Flash. You ready for this? So ready. Fast Buck, Kid Corleone. Turn on the Jets, Silent Poet, Beard Can Man, Lane Way, Noble Reflection, Motorious, uh, Cherubic Factor, Bran, Bus Buzz, and Paxawalla. Good race. 
I mean, they're going to be rolling. Fast Buck and Kid Corleone next to each other on the inside. Oh, just think if someone scratches them, we draw in on the outside. Oh, and then, yeah, Hella Dick, my favorite horse on the also eligibles. <laughs> then you go into the Pacific Classic. Ready? Go Rocket Ride, Katonis, uh, Stiletto Boy, Tripoli, Defunded, Order and Law, Slowdown Andy, Senor Buscador, Arabian Night, Paroli, and Skinner. Now, before you say anything. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, go ahead. Just, I'm just going to say, because people are like, oh, you know, it's not a great way. This is a great race. This is a really good race because there's a lot of horses that can win. This is not, yeah, we're not seeing Flightline, okay? We're not seeing California Chrome. We're not seeing Beholder, okay? But you know what? Go Rocket Ride and Arabian Night are two outstanding three-year-olds. So is Skinner, for that matter, right? And then you have some of these really old, hard-knocking horses like Senor Buscador, uh, Defunded, Stiletto Boy. I think this is a really interesting race, Michelle. All right, I have a question for you, Billy. Yep. Do you think it's won by a three-year-old or an older horse? I think that generally the first-time three-year-olds meet older, especially this time of the year that it's still late summer. I think the older horses have an advantage. So, But the two favorites are going to be the two three-year-olds, um, Go Rocket Ride and Arabian Night. I, I, if you, if you just, if I just, I don't know what the odds are, right? But I'll, I'll go older. Older for, okay. Yeah. Billy going older. I mean, for shits and giggles, then I'll have to go younger, but yeah. I, I like older horses too. Okay. And is, the Pacific wait, Classic is it even wait, the end of the day? Wait, is Ryan older than you? Yes. See? And Kathy's older than me. Boom. We like older. Hello. <laughs> oh no. Well, Ryan's older than me. I know. And oh, so Kathy's you and older. I both like older. Get it. Okay. I'm not that smart today, Billy. Uh, and the Pacific Classic isn't even the way we're going to end the day. We're going to end it with yet another graded stake. Yeah, the Del Mar Handicap. Uh, seven of ten runnings I just read. One, seven of the last ten won by trainer Phil D'Amato. He'll be represented by Gold Phoenix and Cash Equity and um, Kathkin Peak. I'll just read the the, uh, the entries. Win the days. Win the day. Uh, Crosby Beach, none above the law, missed the cut. Kathkin Peak, awfully naughty, 911 Turbo, Azul Coast, Planetario, Gold Phoenix, or Gold F Phoenix, and Cash Equity. GFP. Okay. I, who do you, I think this, this is you a good Do you think race. Phil wins over or under two races on the card? Well, I hope he goes over. Um, I didn't, you mean stakes races? Nope, just races in general. I don't, I didn't even look at the other races. Um, <laughs> because I love the guy, I'm going to say over. I think, I think honestly, Gold Phoenix has a huge shot in here. I wish we were drawn inside. Um, yeah. I think horses to beat are Planetario, Awfully Naughty. They both have been really good this year. Um, I think 911 Turbo is kind of an up and comer. He was really impressive in an allowance race. Uh, but, um, I love the way Gold Phoenix is coming into this race. I think he's got a huge shot. He won it last year. He's the defending champ. Mm. Very exciting. It's going to be a big day, huh? Now, yeah. Billy, on yeah. a day like this, when you could go to the director's room and you still, you still sit on the veranda, how do you pick who gets to go to the director's room? You know, not a lot of, to be honest with you, Michelle, not a lot of people want to go to the director's room in my group. <laughs> uh, my good friend, Kevin Bogart, uh, who's Sterling Stables, he's, he has Beer Can Man. He also runs with us with um, Gold Phoenix. He also owns a piece of Cascan Peak. He'll probably, you know, go to the director's room. So he'll be the, the one that has to put on the suit and the or the jacket and the yeah. shoes yeah. and everything. It will not. It will not be me. 
I promise. All I know it wouldn't things. be. That's why I wanted to know. It was just so, I'm I was like, oh, I wonder. Outfit. I'm going to have to get a new outfit. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know what to wear. All right, we'll see. Um, all right, Michelle, let's assume that that was one of the three things of note, this yeah. giant card on Saturday that I just, I love. I think it's going to be so cool. I, uh, I think this is going to be awesome. So second thing of note, I was so sad. What? The fame trainer Jonathan Shepard passed away this week. Oh, I saw that. He was such and a good trainer. He was so wonderful. I think he had 17 Eclipse Award winners between the flat and the jumps. Um, he won at least one race every year for 47 years straight at Saratoga. Um, he was. What are you doing back there that is like flying around paper and stuff? Yeah, well, you know what? You should see my desk right now because we just moved home. It's like I'm literally just trying to make room for my elbows. Please sit, um, Please sit, sit still. Okay. I have a really hard time sitting still. Anyways, Jonathan was so – he was just wonderful. I was fortunate enough to get to be around him um, when he had a couple of really good flat horses an awful lot. And he was just clever and funny, and um, he was ju- he was just wonderful and had obviously stepped away from the game recently, um, but I feel like he left a lasting impact he stamped the way, you know, he trains and the way he managed horses, steeplechase and flat horses, and he's left a couple of really good trainers in his wake. So um, I was very sad to, to hear about that. Very sad. And, Michelle, I couldn't have said it better myself. So we'll leave it at that. Rest in peace, Jonathan Shepard. And our uh, final thing of note is just that it was Traverse Day uh, and Arcangelo was the victor in the Traverse Stakes, also pulled ahead on top of the Breeders' Cup Classic rankings after that victory. Yeah, it was a really impressive effort by Arcangelo. Uh, A little disappointing to see Mage not fire. I I read an article last night. Huh? What happened? Like, he didn't fire at all. Like, I I kept thinking he was just going to run, like, third. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, no, he he did not fire. I read an article. They're like, we don't know what happened. Well, I mean... I don't know either. So uh, a little disappointed in him, a little disappointed Forte didn't really put in a big shot. I was really excited because I think I told you I like Disarm. Yeah. And he ran second at a big, big price. So hopefully mm-hmm. people in the show were listening to that. All right, Michelle, let's get to a quick break, and then let's get Jordan Egan on the line immediately. Okay? Sweet. The Owner's Box is brought to you in part by Toba. Toba's mission is to improve the economics, integrity, and pleasure of the sport on behalf of thoroughbred owners and breeders. And Billy, did you know the projects managed by Toba include the American Greatest Stakes Committee, the Claiming Crown, the Ownership Seminars, the Breeding Confirmation Pedigree Clinics, as well as the Sales Integrity Program? I did know that. Did you know that Toba also provides international representation for U.S. owners and breeders on the International Grading and Race Planning Advisory Committee? International Cataloging Standards Committee, and International Thoroughbred Breeders Federation. The Thoroughbred Charities of America, or we call it the TCA, is the charitable arm of TOBA. And TOBA Media Properties, a subsidiary of TOBA, is the co-owner. Subsidiary. What'd I say? Subsidiary. Subsidiary of TOBA is the co-owner of Blood Horse. Toba is represented on the board of directors of the National Thoroughbred Racing Association as a founding member, as well as the board of directors of the Racing Medication and Testing Consortium as a founding member. That's Toba. You can tell which one of us went to college. I'm leaving that in. That's fine. (laughs) 
The Owner's Box is brought to you in part by the Breeders' Cup, and we are so proud to be partnered with Breeders' Cup for 2023. This weekend features five, count them, five win and your in races on Saturday from coast to coast. There is the Flower Bowl and the Jockey Club Gold Cup from Saratoga, which gets you into the Makers Mark Philly and Mare Turf and the Long Students Classic, respectively. On the West Coast, the Best Coast, we've got the FanDuel Racing Pacific Classic, the Green Flash Handicap, and the Delmar Handicap presented by the JRA, which are winning your ends for the Classic, the Turf Sprint, and the Long Jeans Turf, respectively. Additionally, including getting in, all your entry fees for the winner are covered, and a $10,000 award to the nominator is given. Be sure to stay tuned in to In the Money Media for all of your Breeders' Cup coverage. All right, very special guest joining us today on the Owner's Box, and that is Jordan Egan. Now, before we get started and let you know that Jordan is a big fan of the Owner's Box, because I want to hear all about it, obviously. <laughs> uh, Jordan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. I'm excited well, to be here. It is our pleasure. And just a little story, Michelle, you may not know this. I've known Jordan for like, I feel like like 25 years. Jordan, when, when did you born? Yeah. When did we meet? Yeah. Right. I'm only 21, so that's okay. impossible. <laughs> okay. All right. No, uh, 2006, I was an intern for TRC in 2006, so nearing 20 years ago. Amazing. So, so all of a sudden, like she was an intern, she was great. Everybody liked her. I was on the TOC board at the time. Then she kind of just disappears. And then literally like a year ago, year and a half ago, two years ago, I, I see her at, at Santa Anita with her husband, Jason. And I'm like, I, I think I know you. And she's like, yeah. I, think, I think I know you. She's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, duh. We worked together 20 years ago, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, God, welcome back. And she's back with the TOC. So first of all, how is it being back in Southern California? Oh, it's so good. I never thought we would end up back here. But when Jason's job gave him the opportunity to come work in the racing department here, I said, go, go forth and we'll figure the rest out. We were in Maryland for seven or eight years, uh, had our kids there. I thought we were Maryland bred through and through, but um, it's really good to be back and, and happy to be here. Well, it's great to have you back. But real quick, you know, we're going to talk about the Women's Summit. We're going to talk about your job with the TLC. We're going to talk about you. I want to talk about you first. How did you and Jason meet? Can you tell us, like, is there a great story that, that, that the listeners need to know? Kind of, yeah. We met at the racetrack industry program. I uh, I transferred there my sophomore year, and he transferred in as well. I knew nothing about racing. Uh, I had just grown up in Fallbrook in North County, San Diego, loving horses and Transferred there because I quickly figured out my freshman year at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo that my, you know, horse just passion wasn't going to translate to a good job if I wasn't careful. So I found about the racetrack program and uh, and transferred there, but I didn't know what a claiming race was. Like, I, I knew nothing. I'd been to Del Mar maybe five times for events, um, but I just kind of went for it because I figured it couldn't be any more risky than what I was already doing career path-wise. And uh, anyway, I I transferred there. I was the new kid in town. And then really during that first symposium in December, my first year there, we all kind of come together to put that on and got to know Jason better. And then the second semester, he uh, we had to assign weight based on race conditions. And again, I, I didn't know what a claiming race was when I started. So I'm like, you know, January in. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he would he would make copies of old PPs and white out the weights to make worksheets for me. And then I would assign the weights and he would test 
<laughs> or me. That was my quiz. So How like he's, is that? Yeah, he's really that good of a guy too. But I also like look back on it. I'm like, that is so clever. That was so smart. So it it was it was so Jason and really that kind of sealed the deal. And here we are. Aww. We've almost been married ten years and together for a lot of that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so great. So you were it all like, dude, I cannot believe you're using this tactic. Why don't you just ask me out? No. I was so desperate for help. I didn't even see it as a – I thought he was – I thought you were going to say you were so desperate, desperate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know then that I was. I, I, I had blinkers on. I, I was a I was a hardworking student and didn't really think anything of it, honestly. And then I look back on it now, and I just am like, yeah, duh. But – no, he was. It was such a big help. That that program, I can't say enough about it. I mean, obviously, I met Jason there, but to be able to go from knowing nothing, literally nothing, I'm not kidding you, nothing, and then to that was kind of when the Godolphin Flying Start program started. And I remember hearing about it and being so naive and thinking, you know, I should do that. <laughs> and wow. then I actually yeah. got on it by the time I graduated because of my internship with TOC, and then I worked. Uh, for the paymaster at Del Mar. And then I worked for Howie Zucker for a few summers and just like went all the way in over the course of three years and learned a ton, obviously, and, and got on to flying start after school. So um, the racetrack industry program has really changed my life in a lot of ways. The late, great Howie Zucker, uh, who mm-hmm. we miss, especially on Karma. You know, you, you talk about the, the racetrack industry program. Just can you um, summarize that in, in, in 60 seconds, what it actually is? Because I, I think Michelle and I both know, but I'm sure some of our listeners don't know that it's actually available. It is. Yeah. So it's a four year degree. You can go do all four years, just a regular undergrad, bachelor of science. And then so two of the years are just undergrad normal stuff. And then two years are really focused on on racing. So I don't want to talk about the fact that it was like almost 20 years ago that I went there, but uh, so it's probably changed a little bit, some of the courses, but it focuses on everything from racing office. You have to do a racing. Uh, I should know this. My husband, uh, the, the matrix, the, the condition book. I, I, I stay yeah. far away from that. Um, I got a D on my matrix. No <laughs> idea what the heck it was doing. He couldn't, wait, he couldn't wait, save me on that one. Wait, but so this was a plus. Yeah. This is yeah. this is at, at at the University of Arizona. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want and to make sure. You, I want to make yeah. sure people knew yeah. it was at Arizona. We haven't said that. No. no. Oh, sorry. Yeah, University of Arizona. So they give you Doug Reed was the the director, and they give you a a big you know the big paper with the little squares that you see on Jason's desk, and they're like you know plan a race meet. So I'm like, what's a state bread? You've come a long, long way. So, yeah, I got a D on that. Anyway, so you do everything from that, but then you get into the regulation. I've always loved business management, so I did the business management end of it. You can do the hands-on side of it and do like a yearling, you know, foaling, weanling, that whole trajectory as well. So it's everything, but it's it's, it's really just really well done, and I I recommend it to, to anybody that's kind of at that stage in their life and, and even kind of curious because it's a fun education. It's a great university and, and it's a great program and your friends are forever. I mean, Pete Aiello was in our class. Um, oh, Jason, cool. obviously. We had a pretty cool group that we went through with too. Michelle, I got one more. 
before you jump in, because I know you have a lot of questions, and we definitely want to get to the Women's Summit, and I think that's why Jordan's here. I'm actually, I didn't even know all this about Jordan. I talked to Jordan like five <laughs> days a week, and I didn't even know all this about her. Yeah, well, I know. I, we got to go to the Great Wolf Lodge, Michelle, and like catch yes. up while our kids play, and I can tell you even more. I okay, want, ahead, I want, Jordan, I want you to tell the the listeners, tell us, what was the most important thing that you learned other than that Jason's a great guy uh, at, during the, the, during your years in uh, the university of Arizona racing program? The, the regulation stuff, honestly, and it really is all to a forefront now, but you do at least one, maybe two pretty full blown regulation classes. And that gets into the testing mechanics, and then obviously just kind of understanding the Interstate Horse Racing Act and kind of the big, big legal themes of racing um, gets you into that. And then you get great guest speakers that, you know, commissioners and that sort of thing that can come speak to it. So I I think that's it. And especially looking back on it now, you know, where we are in the industry, um, just having a grasp of the fact that these things exist. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. Michelle, go ahead. I just want to, well, let's jump right into what we have Jordan on for, and that is the Horse Racing Women's Summit. So if you want to bring us back to the beginning, I kind of gave a quick synopsis, but I know it wasn't doing my, it wasn't as diligent as you can do. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Michelle, for being so on board with it, too. I mean, what a cool voice to have involved in your energy is so appreciated. So uh, it really, man, I landed at TOC a year and a bit ago full-time, and Stephanie Hironis is on the Owner Relations Committee, and she mm-hmm. is a just a force of goodness and everything that is great. Um, and we kind of got this little bit of women's movement going with our lunch at TOC, and she said, hey, we should do a summit. <laughs> and Jody and Stephanie and I spent a lot of time together working on different things, and we kind of said, okay, um, sounds good, and started building the idea out. So it became the inaugural Horse Racing Women's Summit last September, same time of year at Santa Anita. We have an amazing planning committee um, that involves it's Shona, who's out, out east with my racehorse, and then me, Stephanie, Jody, and Kelly Hill, who's a horse owner based in San Diego, are kind of the, the core five. Um, and we've put together the first year, and it, it's similar uh, style this year, keynote speaker, three great panels. Uh, we really try to pull people in that maybe don't get highlighted all the time or haven't been heard. And then a lunchtime keynote and great opening reception and all sorts of networking. And it just goes on and on. But this this movement started about a year ago, and and we've done so much in between. We can't even believe it. Tell us a little bit about the panels that you guys have, and what what people can expect if they come. Sure. So uh, if you're coming, and you should come, make sure to show up for the Wednesday night reception. I think last year on Wednesday night we were all kind of wondering how many people would show up, and about fifty percent of the attendees came. It was the hottest day on record ever in the world. Um, but it was in the hundred to one club and it was, it's fun and beautiful. Uh, but anyway, was, even though it was hot, she means the hundred to one club, not the temperature. Correct. Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, but it was just like everybody came with the right energy and we just all 
connected right away with just, you guys had a kick I don't know, ass we were just ready to go. Fun. It was it was great. And you 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 kicked that off, didn't you? You were the moderator yes. for that. See, it's your energy. So it's pulling in the right people with the right energy. So that was fun. So you should come to that. And uh and then for the panels, we um you know, the keynote, Reagan Cannon is we've had a few meetings with her and she inspires every time we spend thirty minutes with her. So I can't wait for everybody. She's going to really focus on uh, the being, I'm trying to, I'm not going to quote it because I'm going to mess it up, but just, just, you should come and see Reagan. I, I don't want to spend it all. And there's actually a great, there's a great article or a great Q&A she did on ABR um, just yesterday or that came out. So you, you can read about it a little bit more there, but she's an executive leadership coach that's, that's worked with Fortune 500 companies and is just incredible so she'll be there and she's a big race fan she's been to several breeders cups so that's kind of a fun connection and then the panel discussions uh panel one is kind of a, a, a we started with like state of the state of the union address state of the industry so we have shannon arvin who's going to be sending in a virtual oh. message because she's yeah unfortunately the ntra board meeting is the same day which we didn't think about but she'll be participating Brittany Erton, who we all know and love, Lisa Lazarus, and then Dr. Batten um, from Golden Gate Fields, the equine veterinarian for FIRST. So kind of talking about a whole bunch of different facets of the industry from some boots on the ground women um, that have been very involved and impacted by things. Um, then we have our lunch and uh, Debbie Marshall, do you remember her from last year? She did the welcoming, uh, one of the welcoming messages. Michelle, she was like a surprise star from PNC. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, and she'll be talking about uh, pay equity, women's uh, initiatives, all sorts of amazing data-driven stuff. She she just knocked it out of the park with her like 15-minute opening last year. So we asked her to come back to do the the luncheon keynote. And oh, there's so much. I'm sorry. Okay, two more panels. Uh, panel two, running the show. So we have a lot of people that want to get a little more tactical and kind of learn the ins and outs. So people that are involved maybe as an owner, but don't know the kind of day to day inside the industry. We wanted to highlight women that are in leadership roles in racetrack management. So we've got Joy Gardner from Naira, Ann Hall from Del Mar, Jessica Kett from Parks, Race Caller, and Amy Z from Santa Anita Park, Zimmerman. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk to them about the mechanics of running it, but also kind of asking the hard questions that we're all asking right now to people that are boots on the ground at the racetrack. You know, um, I, I think we all are looking forward to getting together and, and having some of these conversations and hearing different voices. And finally, on Thursday, panel three is looking forward. So we try to end on a, you know, on a progressive note. Um we have people coming from, well, we have Karen Chavez from the New York Racetrack Chaplaincy. She's an absolute superstar human, uh, does great work there, and came out last year to be part of our backstretch event that we did the week after the summit. Uh, Anit Montpleasure from Amplify Horse Racing talking about mentorship, but also the mental health work that she's been doing, kind of um, plugging the industry in uh, through different mental health resources. And Chanel Minifield from Let's Ride, which is a local equestrian center. She's a trainer and equestrian. And finally, on our Looking Forward panel, focusing on the mental health aspect, we have um, Catherine Issey. She's from the Los Angeles Chargers. She's the chief oh, wow. 
administrative officer. So she's she's HR focused, mental health focused, and obviously um, has has seen some some things. So she'll be kind of addressing us from her aspect, but also kind of will be able to ask her questions. So that's just Thursday. So I think the folks that came last year uh, got a full day's worth, and and we have lots of breaks in between. Um, we try to give you a lot of bang for your buck and, and the networking is, and the energy are, are really second to none. So that's Thursday. Wow. This sounds, it, it, let me ask you a quick question. I know you're going to get to Friday in a minute and I'll give you a break yeah. before you have to get to Friday, but is anyone invited to this or is this just women? Anyone's invited. So we had tons of men at, well, I'm sorry, tons of, um, hand, <laughs> handfuls of men there last year. And and we keep women in the name because it is highlighting women, but that doesn't mean that, that men aren't invited. Men are okay. certainly welcome. I know that Joe Hassan from TOC and Bill Nader from TOC come to every single one of these things, including the women's luncheon we did at Del Mar. Um, we, we absolutely all are welcome. And you don't have to be currently fully engaged in the industry, working part-time working full-time, an owner, a breeder, a trainer, you know, however you're involved or just kind of interested in learning more, it, it's, it's welcome to all. Yeah, that, you know, it's interesting because when I hear Women's Summit and all this stuff, I don't, I, I just assume it's just all women, which is yeah. a good thing, a good thing, but I, and it's good to know that if you're listening to the show and, you're, and you want to go, sign up for this thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's really kind of, you know, looking at things through the, the women's lens. But that doesn't mean that men well, can't look through the women's lens or the highlighting, yeah. lifting up the women leaders. Yeah, the let's industry. let's be honest. You're, we're looking through the right lens because <laughs> uh, I don't want to say anything else on the subject with you and Michelle on the line uh, and my wife, you know, listening somewhere to me. So yeah. I'm just going to assume that it's the right lens. Um, tell us what happens on Friday. You've already like. I know. We just can't stop ourselves. So Friday morning, last year we did, uh, Christina Blacker did a handicapping workshop, which was super popular and really kind of kicked off a lot of other things we did throughout last year. And if we have a minute, I'll talk through some of the other stuff we did last year, um, including the TOC Women's Horse Player event we did last week at Del Mar, because women want to learn how to bet. It's just not the easiest thing and so we build these environments where it's like okay let's go let's handicap the races let's do a pick six let's let's figure this out let's create a contest we can all participate in so we did that last friday or last year on the friday this year we have a group of women engaged from the last year that are ready to get to work so we are going to utilize the time on friday morning to do a think tank to kind of narrow down the information we've gotten over the last year and come up with initiatives and act activations that they want the Women's Summit to take on. So is that research? Is that, you know, different events? Is that, what does that look like and how are we going to affect change? We, we've built a great community. We have an amazing time at everything we do, but we want to have some gusto behind us as well. And we want our community to tell us what that means because you know, the five of us on the committee can sit there and think we know what we need to be doing, but but we want feedback. So that'll be Friday morning, and then attendees will enjoy a day of racing uh, on the chandelier balcony at Santa Anita. So it'll be a fun fun Ooh. end to the That's fun great. end to the week. Wait, wait. Yeah. So we're not going to do the handicapping because that was really fun last year. 
I know where it's fun, but we always try to offer something a little different. But what we might do, Michelle, is like, well, we'll all be sitting at the races so we can handicap the races together, you know, during the races as well. I can tell you, I was part of a pick six ticket <laughs> at Del Mar last week for the first time and it thanks. <laughs> so I might, I might be done for the year, but it, it is sure fun to try. And then these mythical money contests are such a fun way to learn too, because you know, it's no harm when you just yeah, think you have great ideas and lose. Little known fact, and this is not about me, Michelle, but uh, I do lead the uh, mythical bankroll in the racing office. If you walk into the racing office and look to your right, um, I'm I'm leading right now with two weeks to Wait, go. You get to play that? That's still fun. Yeah, I get to play that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's back to Jordan. Michelle, go. Michelle, uh, go. So Jordan, just, just like looking at the panels and you gave us kind of the overview, looking back on like last year and also the pop-ups that you guys have done can you tell me like one great thing that you as an experienced race person now have been able to learn or garner or a great takeaway that you have experienced yourself? Yes. We're building a community that's full of women from all facets of the industry. So you kind of get used to seeing the same group show up to things. Mm -hmm. And from the original Women's Summit here, and we went to, well, we did a little thing at the the um, racing symposium last year for the students. So that was obviously a new group. But uh, then to Gulfstream Park in January, then to, Ke or no, Keeneland for Breeders' Cup, then Gulfstream Park in January, then Saratoga. And it's, you just expect that you're going to see the same industry participants that travel to all these things show up. But it's not. Like the Saratoga community rallied behind our event there. And you're meeting people that, you know they're involved, but you would have never met them for any other reason. And they are passionate and they're ready to jump in. The people, we also have sponsorship committee, uh, a membership committee that's forming, a website committee. Alexa Zepp is one example. She's jumped in. She's also a super talented graphics artist. So she's involved. So just those people that we're pulling in from all facets of the industry. And they're they're fully engaged. They're, they're participating. They're helping. This is, uh, you know, that we pay a couple vendors for some help, but it's 99% volunteer effort. Um, that I think that's the takeaway. And I think anybody that comes to these events are like, what, what just happened? This is amazing. And this is just so different. It's not, it's not your average day at the races. It's a really fun day at the races, but everything we do, we do intentionally. So it's not just an afternoon at the races. It's, you know, Jenna Antonucci came and spoke. Donna Brothers spoke in Saratoga. Uh, Katie Davis spoke at Saratoga. We, you know, and we pull in different moderators from different communities and we're, we're really involving all different types of women from all facets of the industry and trying to be intentional about that. So that's, that, I think, that, I, I think that, you sold that's me. That's why we're all so darn excited. <laughs> I, I, I want to come. You can come. I'll send you all the right, link to buy a ticket. Yeah. Let me just say, September 27th, 29th at Santa Anita, www.womeninracingsummit.com. You can go to there to buy tickets. It's all over Twitter. Obviously, Stephanie Hronis is one of our favorite people. She's been on the show before. And Jordan, I mean, you know, we didn't really talk about it. What is your favorite episode of The Owner's Box? I want to know that. Oh, my God. Don't ask me. I loved the one from last week. Um, Pat, oh, golly gee. Paul? 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 Oh, yes. Yeah, Paul Thank Pimentel. Thank you. Pimentel. Yes, because it's like the jockey in Maryland. Um, I loved that. And I thought it was so great. And he's so modest. 
modest with people like Michelle and I around who are so modest. Um, <laughs> I have a very I, selfish question. Okay. Yeah. Is there going oh, to no. be booze at the Women's Summit? Not at the lunch, because we want you to get back to work. Oh. But there's a, there, see, we take it seriously. We were very intentionally didn't have booze at the luncheon, because you have another panel. But there's a reception Wednesday night, there's a reception Thursday night, and then you'll be at the races with food and and drinks on Friday. So there's one opportunity to drink each day. Well, for those who find, or not. Or we don't. appreciate Actually, all of the effort and I, work that you're putting in. Yes. Can I say my, my favorite Michelle podcast moment, though, actually happened yesterday when I listened to her on the Jason Beam show and she's oh fixing her, her chicken coop <laughs> while podcasting or while being interviewed. So I was like, you know what? If my service isn't perfect tomorrow, I'll be okay. Cause, yeah. You know, I, I was actually trying to, like, at that point, Ryan was doing stuff, and I was trying just, like, I'm like, I'm going to do my podcast, and I'm not going to yell at him or, like, boss him around. And I, I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> and then there's literally the hammering of, like, fence posts in the background. It's so funny. It was so funny. Anyway. Oh. All right, that's enough. Right, thank <laughs> okay, time. thanks, best guys. Best of luck with the Women's Summit, and we appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Thanks for having me. That's Jordan Egan on here on the Owner's Box. Michelle, I thought she did phenomenally well. She's so great. She's got the best, like, bubbly personality, and I do really enjoy, like I said, I talk to her, like, five days a week. I harass her at the races constantly, and, like, I always, she's like. She's very harassable in, in a good way. She's, 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 she's always so, she always has a smile on her face. She's always in a good mood. She's just good, good person, good people. I cool. agree. All right, Michelle, what's coming up at Del Mar this weekend? So we already kind of talked about the biggest thing at Del Mar this weekend, and it is our jewel, our crowning jewel of the me in its specific classic day. Billy already talked about the stakes races that we have on tap. In addition, we still have Daybreak at Del Mar Saturday and Sunday. We've got a mandatory pick six payout on Saturday. There is the Pacific Classic betting challenge, and they are doing a flight line cap giveaway. So if you want a little, you know, piece of swag, make sure to show up for Saturday. On Sunday, we still have stakes, including the Del Mar Derby and the Shared Belief Stakes. We're also doing a family fun day which we haven't done as far as I can remember yet um, this year. And it's going to be at the Seaside Cabana. We don't open the infield right now, but it's going to be bungees, trampolines, rock climbing, game zone, face painters, you know, inflatables, all of that jazz. So really fun if you've got your kids to close out summer. And then on Monday, we do have racing because it is uh, Labor Day. So we've got a, a you know, four-day racing weekend, obviously, yep. uh, five-day racing weekend. And uh, that has 11 races on Monday highlighted by the Generous Portion and the Tranquility Lake. Sounds like an awesome weekend, Michelle. Five days of racing this week, Billy. I can't wait. I'm so excited for Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I can't wait. Oh, well, poor, poor Thursday. I'm not excited about tomorrow. No. I don't, I don't, have, anything, I don't have anything in. 
So. Well, you know, the good news is if you had nothing in, you can't lose. That's how I look at it. Hello. All right. Uh, special thanks to uh, Jordan Egan from the TOC and Women's Summit. Please get your tickets. Uh, it's www.womeninracingsummit.com. I believe I said that right, didn't I? Michelle? Yeah, I think you did. I think I did. Uh, Michelle, you will be there running the show. No, uh, I'm, I, no I'm not going to MC this year. Oh. I am only moderating a panel. Moderating a panel. Okay. Well, go see Michelle. <laughs> and uh, uh, we are part of the In the Money Media Network. Billy at littleredfeather.com is my email. Uh, what is my, what are our Twitter things? At the Michelle U, at own horse. What? At BKLRF. At BKLRF. Tweet us with ideas or, you know, if you like the show, let us know. And if you don't. You know what? I had someone message me yesterday that they would like to come on as a guest. Wow. I've got our next week's guest set up already. Is it Todd Fletcher? No. I don't think Todd even owns a horse. I know, but I, I just always I, – I think it would be cool to have Todd Fletcher on one day. He's, well, he's funny. People he don't funny. realize that he's, like, just deadpan funny. Like, he's not, like, out there micropoly funny, but he's deadpan funny. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Michelle. Bye.